broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Woodstock, Georgia. Welcome to Women in Business, where we celebrate influential women making a difference in our community. Now, here's your host. Welcome to Women in Business Radio. Stone Payton here with you this afternoon. And today's episode is brought to you in part by Alma Coffee, sustainably grown, veteran-owned, and direct trade, which of course means from seed to cup, there are no middlemen. Please go check them out at myalmacoffee.com and go visit their roastery cafe at 3448 Holly Springs Parkway in Canton. Ask for Harry or the brains of the outfit, Leticia, and please tell them that Stone sent you. You guys are in for a real treat this afternoon. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast with A5 Advisory, Miss Nastrin Anderson. Good afternoon. Hi, Stone. Thank you for having me. Oh, it is a delight to have you in the studio. We've been uh, planning this for some time. Uh, and we got connected because of a, a mutual friend and probably someone that most of the people in the Cherokee Business Radio listening community already know, Mr. Mike Cena. So shout out to Mike. Thank you for putting this together. Uh, I enjoyed having a, a brief conversation with you several weeks ago when we talked about uh, getting together for this. So uh, thank you for making the time. I've really been looking forward to it. Um, mission purpose, w- would you share with us as we get started, uh, yeah, just what you guys at A5 are out there trying to, trying to do for folks? Yeah, absolutely. So we are focused on revenue advisory services. So we work with our clients to make sure that their sales and marketing parts of the organization are up and running, that they are, um, they have their strategy in place, they have a great execution plan, and that they're running on all cylinders. If you, if you think about the sales and marketing as the engines of the plane that actually mm-hmm. lift the rest of the organization up and allow you to fly, we're mm-hmm. focused on making sure that those are fully powered engines. Are the answers to those challenges sometimes, often, once in a while, not at all what they think they're going to be, they being the client. Is, does that sometimes surprise them? Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, people have ideas about what they think they need. Mm-hmm. And often there's there's something there that is what they need. But they we help them uncover additional issues or we'll say, yeah, you're actually doing okay here. This is an area where you're, you're performing pretty well. Mm-hmm. In this part of the organization, you might want to put a little more attention or prioritize. I would think that that there would be some some challenges for for getting that process going effectively. If for no other reason, I would think someone would have to be really trust you to give you the information that you need to turn around and, and help them in to the degree that you really need and want to help them. Trust must be incredibly important in your world. Trust is incredibly important. I mean, if you think about it, this is this is how their business is going to continue to run. If, if you don't have revenue, you don't have a business. Right. So people yeah. are very trusting. It's interesting, though. You know, I think we established that pretty quickly on early on in our relationships with folks, because if we've done this multiple times, we've done this hundreds of times with lots of business leaders. Mm-hmm. So when you see this over and over again, you know the right areas, the right questions to ask, the right areas to help people. When you're in the middle of it yourself, 
these business owners. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it is, it's challenging for them and, and there's, you can't see the forest for the trees for, for one. We're thing. in the studio making hand signals at each other for those, even though we're on radio, when she was describing that I was putting my hands very close to my face, but that's yes. the feeling, right? When you're in the middle of it. Yes, that's exactly right. I mean, you're, right. you're in the middle of it and, and you have so many things that you're trying to do to run an, an effective, productive business that you, you got to have some outside viewpoints to, to help you see what's around you. Well, and intellectually, I get that. And, and I own a pretty big chunk of the Business Radio X network. And I own the whole thing of this little shop we're in for, for Cherokee Business Radio. Um, but I don't know. I think it might take me a little bit to, you know, to share with you little details about all the stuff I've screwed up and what's going on and what's going on with the books. And it, I mean, it's a little bit of a leap to, to open up and, and show you that, right? It is a leap. It is a leap. Now we're working with, you know, it's, it's, it's a different personality, I think, when depending on the size of the company that you have, right? So smaller organizations, smaller companies, they want to hold that closer to the vest because they, they, they own everything, right? When you get into larger companies. So we're working in, I'd say in the 20 million to hundred million range is our sweet spot of who we're helping. And these- we're not at 20 million here at Cherokee, just so you know, just to give you some context, we're just okay. not quite there yet. Not there yet. You're <laughs> going to get there stone. You'll get there and then you'll be calling me. Um, no, but it's, it's when you have business functions, you say, okay, I have a marketing team or at least someone who's leading that, that part of the business. I have mm-hmm. a sales team or at least a sales manager, or a sales leader. Um, I have uh, engineering and we work with technology companies. So they have these comp- these parts of the organization. And so when it gets to that, that scale, I'd say past five or 10 million, um, in revenue, that's when they need some extra eyes on it. And so they're at a point where they are ready for that help. They're ready for that advisory. Okay. Well, thank you for that lens. Cause that's just, that's not my, that's not my world, but they have matured to a, to a point and have developed people with specialized knowledge and expertise in a domain. And that's, I, I guess some of their job is to share with experts like you, here's what's going on over here and where can you, okay. Yeah. That's helpful. Right. I have either read on your website or maybe it was you and I in conversation. You used this, this, uh, this phrase, this term, and I've heard it before, go to market, right. like go to market strategy. Can you break that down for those of us that didn't go to class as much in college as others? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Or, yeah, without a business degree. Um, So go to market. When I think about go to market, I actually think about what is the... There's a couple things. What is the value proposition? What is it that we as a company provide? And how are we going to get that to the market? How are we going to go solve that problem that we solve, that we uniquely can do for those customers? And how are we going to approach that? The other thing I think about is, you know, there's there's competitive advantage. Is that something that's really crowded? A lot of people are already trying to solve that problem. Uh-huh. What's different about what we do? And then the third piece of it is, what's the vision of our company? What is our company going to try, or trying to solve? What are we trying to bring for our customers? How are we trying to help? <clears throat> so when we do that, we are taking all of those factors into account and developing a strategy and an approach. And that's what I call go-to-market. So let us in, if you're, if you're willing, uh, let us in a little bit on your backstory. How did you 
Get, yeah. get to where you are now. Yeah, absolutely. So my background is all in healthcare IT. So all, oh all of the technology systems, you know, we think <clears throat> about EHRs and we think about, you know, the, the physician documentation and order entry systems. I started that in that industry 24 years ago. So working with big technology companies. So I was wow. in the corporate world for over 20 years. And then three years ago, we decided to start our own business because I had seen this in, in big scale and had worked with some super talented sales leaders, marketing leaders, corporate strategy mm. folks. Those are the three areas of my background and really learned and thought, you know, this doesn't have to only be in large corporate settings when you have these smaller organizations that are growing at this rapid pace and they don't necessarily have big budgets to go have massive staff to accomplish those things but that doesn't mean they don't need the talent and the help to yeah. someone to go do that for them so that's what we do that's that's what we focused on but it was taking that big experience and all of that background and being able to translate it to some smaller firms Okay, so you saw the need. I, yeah. I think I get that. What I'm trying to envision, because um, I've been on the periphery of some of that large corporate work a long, long time ago in, in change management consultancies. Uh, so I know that you were probably making a very comfortable living yes, <laughs> in yes. doing what you were doing, and rightly so. So what I'm trying to envision is seeing the need and then and then navigating the <laughs> the terrain between that and and starting your own business i mean was it was it you coming home to your spouse and declaring i've, I've got to do this honey or no. <laughs> what did that look like yeah <laughs> absolutely well i mean and it is it's it's scary when you start your oh own gosh. thing yeah jumping off and saying okay and you know look we've got a family we have children and how are we gonna you're right it was a very oh comfortable my. living and so when you yeah. when you jump off um so he actually encouraged me my husband is now my my full-time business partner as well. Um, he had encouraged me for years. Well, Need good for go him. Shout out. Yes. To, what's his name? Neil. <laughs> Neil. Shout out to Neil. Good for you, Neil. Yes. Way to go. Absolutely. So, <clears throat> you know, he had been telling me for years, go do this on your own. Go do this on your own. Look at the value you're bringing. Look oh, at the help wow. you're providing. And nice. so, so I did. And so the stars aligned. We had, um, we were in DC for a while. We moved back to Atlanta and it was, it was a perfect opportunity for me to leave the role that I was in there and start fresh when we moved back here three years ago. And so we did. And so I jumped off first. And then um, in the fall, about just in October, Neil joined me full time. So it's been about a year that he's been with me full time. So going from one and now both of us jumping off. Yeah. yeah. What an exciting time for you guys. And what a what a milestone. That's That's fantastic. So I would think that there would be plenty of it's not fair to call it naive, but I will, you know, it's my show. Naive optimism in the <laughs> early going, you know, this is from back from the old change management days. Like when something new was coming, some folks are really excited about it, but they're, they're not as informed about it as they might be. And as a result, they don't know yeah. some of the negatives. So I, I can see plenty of that when you first get going. Uh, and I'm sure there were some, some pleasant surprises and some of those things came to fruition early in getting your business off the ground. Were there some things that just really took you aback, really 
really surprised you when you were getting this thing off the ground or, or any like major growth or learning experiences? Oh gosh, so many, <laughs> so many growth okay, and learning. Okay, okay. Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't just me. Okay. Yes. No, there's absolutely so many growth and learning experiences. I think when you start something like that, because, you know, consulting, that feels very nebulous. What is consulting? You know, it took us a minute, honestly, to really laser in on sales and marketing, the okay. revenue centers, the commercial functions of the business. Um, of your own business? Uh, well, or, or, no, no, or, no. or as your focus of what you're going to deliver? As our focus of what we're going to okay. deliver. Okay. Because that, so that was one thing, right? We, because right. there are, there are different areas where what we do is, and you're improving on communication, you're improving on strategy, you're improving on um, internal, uh, making sure that these teams are working well together. That can apply. And you can almost say you have a general consultancy, but people really, they're like, oh, okay, well, I don't know. How do I buy from you? Do I really need to work with you? What is, so that was the challenge, right? Really yeah. zoning in on mm. what I call our zone of genius, which is sales, oh, like of, sales and marketing. <laughs> I may and borrow that. <laughs> you can. Like that. Everyone has their zone of genius. You have your zone of genius right here in, in this, in this studio. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's, that was one thing that was challenging. The other thing too. So this is really interesting. He and I both have worked with very large companies uh-huh. and we also work, you know, even in the 20 to hundred million are, you know, we're not there yet either. Right. It was a big challenge for us to figure out just some of the operations or, or the, how do I put this together? How do I start to scale my own business as a small business owner? Who am I marketing to? Right. How, you know, we're, we're, you know, experts at sales and marketing. We got to do our own marketing. So those are some of those challenges. Well, that's an interesting question. I, I'm always curious uh, and I ask it a lot and I'll ask it of you uh, with your permission. That how does the whole, well, let me back up my my uh, preconceived notion is that in some respects you're in a fairly crowded arena or to the lay person, what you do could look like uh, there's a lot of people in the field. Mm. And so my question is uh, how does the whole sales and marketing thing work for a firm like yours? Cause you're, you're building relationships with earning the trust of and getting people to write you checks from some pretty, That's right. some That's pretty right. established entities. The, the sales and market, I, I, I would think, and maybe I've got it all wrong, that it, you couldn't just pick up the phone and say, hey, would you like to talk about, or maybe yeah. you do. How, how does that work? Yeah. Well, I mean, you would think, actually, it's really fascinating to me. And we uncover this so frequently with our clients. And so number one, it's very referral heavy business, okay. right? So people right. that I worked with over the last 20 plus years and that Neil has worked with over the last 20 plus years himself, that's our network. And we are definitely very focused on maintaining our network, making sure that we're staying in touch with people and continuing to, to, you know, provide value to those people, those people that I grew up with that I, in my career that we sold together, we were in the trenches together. They're now CEOs, COOs, presidents of these smaller organizations. And those are our clients. So there it's very referral heavy. Now that said, um, what we've found is 90% of our clients are actually private equity owned. So Uh we have started to go in and working with the private equity firms directly. What's fascinating to me is because these private equity firms have so many resources from um, financial modeling, uh, merger and acquisition, due diligence and Mm -hmm. market research, those kinds of things. But when it comes to consulting specifically on the sales and marketing functions of these companies that they own, 
they don't have as many resources. It's amazing to me they don't have uh-huh. the, the, as many resources because they lean pretty heavily on that business and expect that that business is going to have a sales function, have a marketing function. So, right. so that's where we come in. We help the people in, in those businesses that those private equity firms own. So in doing that, do you find that you guys are um, gravitating toward or more opportunities surface in a certain type of industry, a certain sector, a certain mm. geo, uh, yeah. or, or is it kind of spread out? Um, I would say it's it's focused in on a couple of different areas. Okay. Um, one is, so certainly healthcare IT, because that's Makes where all my, the sense in the world. my right, network, right. right? And those are the folks that I've, I've known for so many years. So that is, that's a key piece. Um, technology companies that are in high growth mode. Mm. So they are growing. They're trying to figure out how to scale. They're thinking about, okay, what's our next move? Do we have the right people, the right talent to get us there? Do we have the right infrastructure to get us there? Um, and then we have, like I said, that 20 to hundred million range seems to right. be the sweet spot. Um, people who are these major corporations, can we help them? We can, but they, a lot of times they have big, big teams themselves. They already have a very right. large marketing organization. Um, people who are in the, the small business, the under 5 million, the under $1 million or even startup companies, that's not who we're able to help it just because it's not our focus area. There are some super, super talented people who do that incredibly well. Um, we focus on a, on a little bit like the next level up. Okay. So the term you used, did you say venture capital equity partners? What was it? Private equity, private equity. Okay. So Mm -hmm. that's a, that's a little further down the road than the, um, than the venture capital that's working with the like startups that have gotten just a right. little bit of money to get off the ground. You're a little yeah. further down the stream than that. A little further down the stream, okay. these investors or, you know, there may be, there's a merger and acquisition. Um, a private equity firm is saying, Hey, we, we're going to buy these similar companies and right. put, merge them together. Or we're going to buy these similar companies and help them run. They still do similar to, you know, they expect a return on their investment. Sure. But yeah, that's. So the analogy I'm drawing in my head, and if, if I'm all wet, A, you can tell me to hush, and B, if you want, we'll take it out of the show. <laughs> I got kids <laughs> in the shop that'll edit it out. But my analogy, because again, it's just not my world. So I, sure. it's one of the things that's fun about doing this show because I, you know, it's okay to be a layperson, just ask the questions, yes. and, and it helps us all learn, I think. Uh, my analogy for this is uh, I, we were so blessed, Holly and I, when we moved to town. Uh, we had a, um, a lady by the name of Jill Heineck as our realtor, and um, she's at the top of her game. The, she Just part of what she did was very quickly on, she brought in a stager. Okay. So in my analogy is, if I'm a private equity outfit on top of our game, what we do is, you know, as soon as we get to a certain point with different folks, with different organizations in our portfolio, we bring in A5. Right. Is that, That's right. <laughs> right. It's just, I mean, if you're going to do it right, you just bring in A5, just like you bring in a stager for your house. That's exactly right. You, okay. bring, you bring in A5 and you help them get stabilized with right. this function of the business, you know, whether it's, hey, they need to build out their marketing strategy. They need to make sure that their sales team is structured to, to serve the market. Maybe they're going to go launch a new product or go after a new market. How are they going to do that? Do they even have a plan of, of how they're right. going to accomplish it? And that's exactly where we come in. Makes perfect sense. I like it. Well, I, well I'm, I'm learning a ton here. Uh, with you and Neil, mm-hmm. uh, have, when you built this, this thing out, as you began to put it together, 
did you get really clear about delineating roles that each of you would play or did that sort of just Evolve. Speak a little bit, if you don't mind, yeah. to, to that, to that, because in some ways I find it in, uh, incredibly alluring, particularly because my wife, who has a real job yeah. uh, and is uh, very well accomplished, man, I'd love to have her in the business. She's going to hang up her cleats in maybe a year and a half. Sure. And I'd love for her to join our business. But I, it, part of me is really excited about that idea. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. There may be some challenges. Do you mind speaking a little bit to how you and Neil have chosen to work? this thing together? Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to. And it's yeah. funny, you know, people ask us all the time. They're like, oh my gosh, you work with your spouse. How in the, I could never do that. <laughs> um, so no, we, we really enjoy it actually. Um, so, uh, number one, you know, from a relationship standpoint, and I think you think about this, um, with how your, uh, even your, your business relationships and your, your colleagues and, and, you know, friends, um, you have to, number one, you got to have some thick skin and make sure that it's, this isn't personal, right? This is when we're talking about business, Neil and I are very good about compartmentalizing okay. and saying, okay, we're talking about business right now. We have to be able to challenge each other in unique ways that you would normally do with your, your team member. But when it's your spouse, you have to you have to kind of shut it down and think about, okay, this is my business partner, right? So I think there's some communication things that we've, we just have handled relatively well. Um, the other thing is, I, you know, we don't hold grudges. If you get upset, it's like, all right, leave it, leave it at the office. Um, that's, that was work. Now we're, we're married, we have children, you know, let's, let's think about that. So that, you know, just from a high (laughs) level, that kind of thing. Um, as far as role delineation, it's a matter of, um, you know, we, we are partners really in, in the whole thing. And so um, he has a really fantastic strategy brain. He's great at sales training, sales enablement, and, oh, and, well, on, and building wow, sales okay. teams. Well, then that would be incredibly important in your world. It's incredibly yeah. important for us as a business, but it's also um, where, you know, he'll focus on that side of it. I have a lot more experience and, and the corporate experience and the, the tool sets and things that I've done over the years that are specific to marketing. So it's, it's the two coming together. So, right. you know, traditionally, especially if you think about big corporations, sales and marketing is always like they're at battle with each other. And so we have demonstrated this is the importance of, and this is how sales and marketing can work really well together. And that's something that we demonstrate for our, our clients as well. So I think that his sales background, my marketing background, you know, we've, we've kind of brought it all together. Well, that's fantastic. So three years roughly into this thing, what are you finding the most rewarding and, and what, if you, if you don't mind sharing or is a challenge or two that you're still trying to work your way through? Yeah, absolutely. Most rewarding. This is fun stone. We really are having a great (laughs) time, like not just working together and doing our own thing. And, um, it's, it's fun for a number of reasons. One is just being able to truly help our clients and to say, Hey, I know how to solve that for you. I know Mm. how to help you. I know how to make this, you know, go this certain way. Not to say that every project is absolutely perfect. Um, but really digging in and working with these businesses and getting to know them and, and people really appreciate it. They enjoy it. They, they are enjoying themselves along the way. So I love that. Um, that's very rewarding. And then just, um, something for me too, I think I enjoy being a consultant because I like the freedom to just call it like it is. And I'm going to tell you that there's an issue. Uh, I'm going to be very direct, very kind, but I'm going to be very direct and straightforward about this is the business challenge that you have. I'm not concerned about 
my job security, about, you know, hey, I don't want to tell my boss this thing. You need to tell them what they need to hear. And that's fun because it's a it's just a freedom of this communication and, and calling things out that need to be called out in order to help them, right? Yeah. Um, challenges. So, gosh, I mean, it's... You can say Neil. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> I'm teasing. No, not Neil. Not, well, when it's when it's Neil, then I go. He stays in his home office, and I go to mine. Uh, no, so I think that it's um, like I mentioned before. We're working with much larger companies than our own, and so right. how do I go to market? What should my messaging strategy be? It's funny, you know. I'm I'm a good marketer, but it's really hard to write your own stuff. So that's ah. it is. You gotta yeah. you gotta have outside eyes on that. So that's been a challenge. And then, you know, there's just so many number of things to do, you know, from running a small business. It's everything from, you know, your billing to your email system to your, you know, all of the opera, you know, your bookkeeper, all all of the the little operations things that you need to set up to have things running. There's a lot. Today's the first day of the month, I think. Today is September 1st. September, yes. So my sales manager, her name is Holly. Mm -hmm. Yes. She's going to ask me about revenue this month, even though she doesn't really work here. You know, we we have to have our little, you know, and she keeps me me on track. So uh, maybe we've already touched on this. So uh, the, the things that, is there anything that you find, is there any like this, what would you call it? Like this cobbler's kid syndrome. Oh, sure. Where you're you're nailing this thing for your yeah. client, and yeah. it just it's 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 not it's not happening back at home. You... Yeah, I mean it. It has you know for me, and I think I'm so sensitive to it because I I am a marketing professional. I consider right, myself. Right. A, yeah. So um, I always want to tweak the website. I always want to. Uh, yeah. I always want to change this email series that we're sending out. I always want to, um, you know, think about, Hey, should we be reaching out to this other part of the market? I really enjoy the sales side. I like meeting with new clients. I like speaking with all of these different private equity firms and, and chatting with those folks. I love that part. Um, the doing my own marketing, it's that's exactly the the cobbler's that's kid right. has no shoes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe my, my, one of my best friends growing up, um, well, he he can buy and sell me three times over. He didn't go to college. He learned how he went to the kind of schooling where you go to fix air conditioners. Mm. But he lives in Pensacola, Florida. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the, the guy, the guy, and all his friends—they're they, all rolling in money. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and his wife Cindy was complaining the other day that the air conditioner at his house isn't working right. <laughs> I just, that that just tickled me. I just thought it was funny, but I guess it happens a little bit to all of us, right? It does. It absolutely does. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to avoid. So, um, where do you find the, the short version of this question is where do you find your inspiration? But, but it's based on the observation and the premise that we all need a little recharge. We all could use a little influence and maybe, uh, input from, from somewhere outside of our, you know, day to day, Mm-hmm. domain you know, do, um yeah do you do reading traveling speaking? oh absolutely what? yeah yeah okay so there's a couple of things so clubhouse is an is an audio a fun audio um social media app that we're involved in quite a bit and our friend mike cena is on there as well i've heard of this thing i know i know nothing about it and i should, probably should if i'm yeah. gonna say that i'm in the this audio in world. this audio world exactly yeah, yeah. You, should, you would love it you would absolutely love it so so um 
lots of inspiration there because there's so many great conversations that are happening and it's live. You're just on oh, cool. these live conversations. So Clubhouse is always, we, we read a ton. I am an avid reader, um, mostly fiction, but I actually, you know, there's business uh-huh. books and en- right. enjoy that. But too. you'll jump over to fiction too. That's a I'm, nice I mostly read fiction. I I read business books because I have to, I feel like for my job, (laughs) but, but you know, we do, we do book clubs. So we have an A5 book club and, and people can just sign up and we read a business book together and then talk about it for an hour once a month. And we pick a different book every month. So that's fun. You know, you get in just insights that you didn't pick up from reading the book that someone else, right. you know, jumped out at them. Um, yeah. And then just, you know, meeting with all of our clients, it's you, you, you see a different version of the same problem happening across. So right. it's a little bit different spin on it or a little bit different challenge that someone's experiencing inside their organization. And it's like, Oh, actually I've seen this in a different way. This, this might work really well as a, as a solution for you. So just the variety and the number of companies that we get to work with that provides a lot of solution and, and inspiration there as well. I'll bet. I'll bet it does. So before we wrap, um, as you look into the next 12, 18 months, and I don't know if that's your horizon or, or not, do you think you, you will put some attention toward growing your firm or is that not necessarily an objective? Where are you going to yeah. put your effort if you don't yeah. mind? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And no, so we have a couple of different horizons and we revisit these uh, pretty frequently okay. with, with each other. So, um, for, for the business. So we're thinking about, um, the, the near term, what I would call six to 12 months. Then we mm-hmm. look, we're looking at two years. Oh, I, my. Look, I look at okay. a five year and then a 10 year, the five and the 10 are probably not too far off. From each other. Yeah. But I want to think about, okay, well, if this is the, these are the goals that I want to achieve at that timeframe, how am I going to reverse engineer it and back? How am I going to make that happen? So, so we actually start with the longer range vision, but yes, we are, we are growing, we're scaling, we're thinking about how do we scale because we're such a services heavy business that number one, I'm thinking about what can I productize? How can I turn consulting tools and resources into a repeatable process? So that's one thing. And then the other thing is, you know, we're always looking for very talented people, the, the marketing folks, the sales folks who love that advisory piece of it, but they've got the background and the credibility with the clients to say, Hey, I've done this, this works, this doesn't work you know, here's how we're going to go take this forward. So yeah, that's, that's big on my mind right now is scaling. Well, as your story continues to unfold, um, we're definitely going to be following it and, and, and we're pulling for you and, and we, we look Thank to you. learn a lot and, and, and we, we really do want you to continue to, to succeed. Uh, maybe you'll consider coming back and, and giving us some insight and some lessons learned from scaling. Yeah. Uh, because I would think uh, that that you're going to find some challenges and conquer many, if not all of them, <laughs> based yeah. on what I've seen today in the studio. Uh, but in 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 finding, you know, recruiting, developing, yeah. retaining that talent. Uh, that to me, that's a whole nother landscape, right? So I hope it you'll is. come back and, oh, and share lessons learned with us. I would love it. Thank you. It would be really fun to share that. Yeah. And it, and, and it's fun for me too, because again, I'm thinking of, all right, here's my yeah. goals. Here's what I'm trying to achieve. Let me re- back into that and reverse engineer it 
to make that happen. So yeah, I'd love that. So if someone is out there, someone who may just, you know, love to hear a, a, a little bit of a insight or inspiration on trying to start their own thing or somebody in private equity that feels like, Oh gosh, I got to talk to this lady. Yeah. Uh, um, what is a good way for them to learn more, reach out and talk with you or someone on your team, whatever you feel like is appropriate. Maybe it's a website, an email, LinkedIn, mm-hmm. whatever you think is appropriate, but I'd love for uh, those people to be able to connect with you in some way yes. if they could. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So LinkedIn, we're very active on LinkedIn. So you can find a five advisory. We have our business page on LinkedIn and then you can very easily find me, Nastrin, you can find Neil and we're both connected to the company and certainly our website, a five advisory.com. So that's a great place. Our, to, our to always connect. improving website. Our always <laughs> forever improving, forever a work in progress website. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, it has been an absolute delight having you in the studio. Thank you for coming by and hanging out and, and visiting with us. This was so fun. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me. All right. This is Stone Payton for our guest today, Nastron Anderson with A5 Advisory and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you next time on Women in Business. Yeah.